Our scripture passage this morning comes from 1 John 3, 1 through 3. See what love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God, that we, as, and that is what we are. The reason that the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this. When he is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. And all who have this hope in him purify themselves just as he is pure. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. As we have noted, today is All Saints Day, and so what a perfect day to be reminded of God's love for us and the hope that we have in Christ. Today is a day we remember and celebrate our communion with all the saints, those saints present among us now and those who have departed to be with God. We specifically remember and honor those saints in our church family who have died in this last year. And so again, we extend a special welcome to families uh, joining us from across the miles for worship today. As I was reading up on All Saints Day, I noted that one commentator said, All Saints Day is a joyous day to recall past Christians for us to model and to remember our call now to live such exemplary lives that the world may recognize and know our God. This is a beautiful description, but I confess I struggled with the word joyous in there, especially this year, because I know that several of you have not had an opportunity to even have a service for your loved one. Or perhaps you were able to hold a service, but you were not able to receive friends and grieve with others as is customary. Or perhaps you did not have a chance to say a goodbye to your loved one as you would have wanted. I, I don't know. But what I do know is that God has been and remains with you, remains with us. God is with us in these days and it is in the midst of our heartache and pain, our sorrow and grief. It's in the midst of that that we hold fast to God's love and presence and promises, knowing that our loved ones have been made whole. They have been made like him, for they have seen him as he is. And so our faith can give us hope. Our faith does give us hope, and hope helps us in our grief and loss. As you have likely learned, grief is a journey, and there is no timetable for your grieving. Grief expert Alan Wolfelt says that to be bereaved literally means to be torn apart. So it is painful and it is hard. And Wolfelt is an advocate for grievers and says that healing our grieving heart takes time and intention. And one of the ways we can be intentional in our grieving is by participating in days like today. And so I hope and pray that you, that we all find this day meaningful and helpful in our journeys. Because let's be honest, we are experiencing grief in many ways and on many levels. We are experienced at a great volume living losses, non-death losses in the midst of this pandemic. 
whether that's related to jobs or relationships or school or worship or loss of sporting events, all of all kinds of things we are grieving. And of course, it has been incredibly difficult in this time with loved ones departing from us. No matter what we're facing and dealing with, our passage today, I believe, encourages us to hold fast, to take courage, to claim our identity as children of God, as God's beloved, and to live in God's love and hope, to live as saints. So what exactly does it mean to live as a saint? Author Frederick Beekner offers this explanation. He says, what I am beginning to discover is that in my books, and sometimes even in real life, I have it in me at my best to be a saint to other people. And by saint, I mean a life giver, someone who is able to bear to others something of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes by the grace of God, he says, I have it in me to be Christ to other people. And so, of course, have we all the life-giving, life-saving, healing powers to be saints, to be Christ's, maybe at rare moments, even to ourselves. A life giver, someone who is able to bear something of the Holy Spirit to others. We all have the life-giving, life-saving, healing power to be saints. Certainly for all of us, someone comes to mind when we think of this description of a saint. Definitely those we remember today, but there are also those among us in these days. Recently, I heard a story, you may have seen it as well, about a football coach, and he is definitely living as such a saint. About a month ago, a high school football team from Jackson County, Kentucky, from McKee, Kentucky, came to play a football game at Shawnee High School. Evidently, Shawnee's athletic director had been having a very difficult time getting another team to commit to coming and playing Shawnee on their home field for a variety of reasons, but one of the main reasons being the unrest in our city. And the coach from Jackson County learned of this difficulty and he reached out to the folks at Shawnee and he volunteered his team to come and play at Shawnee. And before that game, he offered a rousing speech in which he explained why their team had come to play. Because while it was about having the opportunity for each of their teams to actually play a football game this season, it was about so much more. Aware of the unrest and division in our city, as well as the divisions in our state and country, Coach John Halleck said, We want to come and show support to this community. Tonight we're taking two communities that come from different spectrums. One, an all-white community from Appalachia. Another from the city, predominantly African America. And we're coming together to show what it looks like to come together in common brotherhood. The only difference is, is this he said, pointing to his skin. And he said, that should not divide us, it should unite us. We came to play you all and to show support and to show unity. And I am proud of your administration because they said they want to come to McKee also so you can learn about us too. He went on to say, the world says that we don't belong together. We do belong together. 
I bleed the same as you bleed. My boys bleed the same color as you. And we're here and we're standing with you. We drove 143 miles because really, we ain't that different. We love you, we respect you, and we're gonna show this city, this state, this dadgum country, what unity, love, and harmony look like, and get rid of this hatred, putrid, that is running throughout our country right now. The speech was unplanned, of course, but obviously someone recorded it, and it has gone viral. Coach Halleck went to preaching, if you ask me, reminding the teams and us basically what our passage from today reminded and told its original hearers, that we are all God's beloved children. Halleck's speech proclaimed that we all bleed the same. We are part of the same family, part of God's family. We are indeed all God's children. And I think we need to hear this reminder today more than ever, it seems, and we do, and yet also the people, the church for whom this was first written, well, they needed to hear it too. There was or had been unrest, division in the church. In fact, it is believed that there was a schism within the church. There are those who have left, those who have stayed, whatever the issue at hand was about, so the author is calling them to unity, calling them to remember who they are and whose they are, beloved children of God. How easy or quickly we forget this truth, this reality. Every single one of us, a child of God. How then is it that we can so easily reduce one another to a label? This week I had the gift of being present as two small bear grass groups met. And of course, during the times that those two groups met, there was a time of prayer. And I was moved to tears as I listened to two of our Beargrass saints pray. They both prayed for our church, knowing the transition that is taking place. Obviously, yesterday was Lee's last day, and so we are in a time of grief and transition. But they also prayed for our country, knowing the grief and divide and unrest within it. Each prayed for all of us to be able to listen, to truly listen to one another, to understand one another, for there to be civility, respect, and unity. They were beautiful prayers, and as I reflected on them, they became even more beautiful to me, because while I don't know it for a fact, I'm fairly confident that these two individuals believe differently. They have different views on a variety of issues facing our country, and yet I am extremely confident that each one has nothing but love in their hearts for God. Each is a child of God and has based their life on sharing God's love in this world. Each has sought to bear the Holy Spirit to others, to be life givers. They are very different, and actually they know each other, and they love each other, and this gives me hope. They give me hope. I mean, these days we can so easily strip away the humanity of one another and are so quick to judge. We take a soundbite and make an overarching statement or judgment of someone else's character and being. 
This is so not who God created us to be or who he calls us to be. And so friends, no matter what happens this week or in the coming weeks, there will be grief and sorrow for some. There will be relief and celebration for others. And so may the prayer of these two faithful ones, these two saints be heard. May we learn to sit and listen to one another's sorrows and fears and worries and learn to hear why another is relieved and thankful. May we come together in a spirit of learning from one another and being present to one another, much like the high school football teams from Jackson County and Shawnee have shown us is possible. There is no doubt we have a lot to work through in our local community and throughout our country. I don't pretend that any of it is easy. And we certainly here at Beargrass have our collective grief and concern at Beargrass about what the future holds. But no matter whether you're worried about things at, at church or in our community or country or in your own family, take heart, dear ones. Hold fast to your identity as a child of God. Let us all hold fast to our identity as children of God. Let us seek to be life givers, saints, those who bear to others something of the Holy Spirit, those who share God's love in this world and leave a legacy of love. Let us model our behavior on the saints who have gone before us, who have shown us a better way. Today, we remember and give thanks for 34 saints who each in their own way have left a legacy of love, who God used to touch our lives, who were life givers and light bearers. Their legacy, their lives, their love lives on in us and through us. And so we say thanks. Thanks be to God for all the saints, especially the saints we remember today, including Bob Ballou, Harlan Blunt, Nella Blunt, Cheryl Brakemeyer, June Bridgewater, Mary Ann Ramette, Steve Callahan, Susan Collins, Helen Cox, George Duthie, Lou Ford, Will Grubbs, Barbara Hagens, Stephen Hurt, Zella Johnson, Bruce Karam, Eleanor Ellie Carus, Dale Maish, Philip Marshall Sr., Betty Mattingly, Don Miller, Ann Northcutt, Louise Robinson, Paul Rom, Ken Rouse Sr., Nancy Rupp, Mikey Smalls, Gordon Snyder, Tom Walker, Dean Wilson, Wilbert Wilson, Donna 
Wyrick, and Estella Wright. We give thanks for these saints, and may we all seek to live as saints in this world. Amen.